Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello guys and welcome to Higher Priestess. I'm Persephone. And I'm Erin. <laughs> and today we're talking about breakups and I'm absolutely gutted because we've just got 10 minutes into this and I realised I didn't have my headphones in so I'd kind of fucked up the whole situation. You could hear Erin talking over, oh I'm an idiot. <laughs> so we're starting all from the beginning. The situation's a little tense right now. Tensions are running high with Seffy. Honestly I've got a guilty, guilty tummy no. like a little naughty child and I feel really sad about it because it's like oh I've really just fucked up not putting headphones in and I only realised because Erin said. I was talking to you guys and I said you listening with your little headphones. And I went, we have to start again. <laughs> we have to start again. I haven't got the headphones in. I fucked everything. I'm so sorry. Which we're going to get Which into. we're going to get onto, which is what we were discussing about breakups. Um, so today, yeah, we're talking about breakups and we're here, we're restructuring your self-perceptions. It's Smart Girl Internet. I've said this before. You've seen the branding. You've seen our bio. <laughs> you know what's going on here. I was shook by some of the stories. I was like... Truly. I was ready to... Before you start feeling ashamed, you are all honestly living one joint life. Yeah, fully. The shared experiences that are happening in our DMs right now... It's insane. Yeah, unlike anything I've ever seen. And that I can see mirrored within my... uh, not Some of within my own life and some within people I know's life and things like that. Some of you are making very dumb decisions, but that's fine. We're here to help. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I'm so disappointed <laughs> in myself and you. Um, so we're going to read them and we're going to call you out and we're going to call ourselves out. So I'm going to read out the results of the polls. Take it away. I'm hanging on the edge of my seat as if I haven't just heard 10 minutes of them already. <laughs> <laughs> the guilt has never been no, worse. No, don't Like be my dad has FaceTimed me during the first recording. Like we've had a lot of stops and starts. All, all my fault. No, it's all not my your fault. fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and I need to tell you about this hot gardener at some point. I've fallen in love. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, tell me about the hot garden now. No, 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 I want to hear it now. Quite a nice break. Okay, we'll switch up the rhythm because we've already heard all these polls. So I messaged Erin the other day, yesterday, I think, saying, when we're next recording, remind me the words hot gardener. And I didn't. I completely forgot. I know, and I've only just remembered. I literally took it in, hot gardener, I went whoosh, straight out of my mind. (laughs) Never to be thought of again. (laughs) Well, there's a hot gardener. Hot gardener, fill us in. So, why, why are you looking around your room as if it's <laughs> no, I was like, who's at the door? <laughs> um, so, so, I live on a road where I would say there's an old woman that lives opposite me, kind of an elderly, an elderly woman. Okay. 
never seen any hot gardeners in her house before. Right. I think she's got her grandson or something doing her gardening. Oh. Yeah, it's hot. And he looks like Alex Pettifer. Oh, my if God. You remember him. It's weird because I was thinking of him the other day. From Stormbreaker. <laughs> well, I don't really know if that's where I knew him from. <laughs> but I was thinking of him bizarrely well he's outside my house so i'm trying to make contact but i don't know how to do it i'm thinking social distance contact if you've got if you guys have got any idea i'm thinking do i leave a note (laughs) do i maybe you should leave some weeds around for him to pick up. exactly i'm thinking how can i initiate sort of how do you entice a gardener weeds totally weeds and seeds i've heard So I'm trying to initiate some quarantine romance. So I'm trying to, um, if you guys have got any ideas, hit me up. The hot gardener, the hot grandson gardener. How often is he out and about gardening? I would say all day, every day. Wow. Is he there right now? Is he there now? Should I look? Yeah. I'll look. No, he's not there. Uh, he's in direct eyeline of my bedroom. So it's a real kind of... Oh, well, um, that's one way to entice him. Taylor Swift in that music video where she holds up the... Yeah, the, the boards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking that sort of vibe is might go on. So that's the hot garden news. If anyone's got any tips, I would love to hear them. I'm obsessed. Same. I'm kind of actually I'm obsessed. <laughs> but I'm thinking, do we read your heartbreaking questions now? Yeah, yeah. Move swiftly from hot gardener to your own heartbreak. Yeah, our hearts have been filled. Now tear them apart. Yeah, because that's what you want to hear. Your heartbroken. <laughs> There's a hot gardener outside my house. So, we asked very casually, first question, ever, ever been, been heartbroken? heartbroken? We didn't say you, but have you ever? We said, ever been heartbroken? Keeping it casual. And 82% of you said yes. Hundreds of you. A lot. Right? Yeah. Literally hundreds. I'm looking now. That's insane. We're all a heartbroken lot around here. We're moping through life. God. The second thing we asked you, we said, a relationship ending that was never official, is that not as bad or is that more painful? And 58% of you think that's more painful. 58% of you think a situationship ending is more tough on your heart than a relationship ending. Very interesting. Ah, you've heard it here first. After a breakup, do you block them or do you stay friends? God, please tell me. Please tell me what I want to hear. Honestly, 63% of you block them. But that leaves 37% of you staying friends. Which I have so many thoughts on because... I mean, I find that hard to believe. Define friend to me at this point, but we'll get on to it. Mm -hmm. This is the one that we were just discussing and we have many thoughts before I fucked up. And it's, I would rather, we asked you, would you rather be the dumper or the dumpee? 77% of you say you'd rather dump them. Yeah. That leaving... 23% of you saying you'd rather be dumped. Still hundreds of you saying you'd rather be dumped. Hundreds. Literally hundreds are lying to me and saying you'd rather be dumped. (laughs) Lying to our fucking face (laughs) on our own fucking poll. And I won't stand for it. So that's a very interesting stat and we'll get on to that. Yeah. Because either you're masochists or you're liars. And I think you're liars. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll move on. That's the official diagnosis. Yeah. The next thing we asked was, in the past, when I have been dumped, I either saw it coming or was shocked. And this was um, very split down the middle as a hung jury. Mm. So 55% of you saw it coming and 45% of you were shocked. Interesting. I find that one really interesting. I think that's interesting because is it about self-awareness or is it about um, kind of... A mutual... Yeah, it's really... Or is it just like men's betrayal of women constantly? (laughs) There's so much to unpack, I can't wait. Yeah. 
And then we asked you about your worst breakup stories and how you get over a breakup. And you sent in some amazing stories and we're going to get into them. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So when I asked, do you think it's more painful for a situationship to end than something official ending? I thought, yeah, they're going to say that's more painful. Mm-hmm. And then when the fir- the poll first went live, everyone was like, no, it's not as painful, it's not as painful. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, fair enough. Like, I mis- I misread the room. <laughs> But then my people came in and they said, yeah, it's way more painful. And I thought, okay, because I... So you think a situationship ending is more painful? I think people would say a situationship would be more painful. Because of the lack of clarity? Because there's a lack of clarity and because it's almost... Well, there's so much there, but I think a lot of it would be kind of the what if of like something's ending before it's even started. It feels quite unfair. Yeah, And I think relationships ending will often feel unfair, particularly if you didn't see them coming. But I think if it's one that was never really an official quote unquote relationship, it's so unfair. Yeah. And it does feel it does feel like it's ending out of fear. Yeah, it's premature. Yeah, it feels very strange when a situation ship ends because it's kind of like we never even something is ending and we never even really gave it a chance. So it does feel incredibly like premature Mm. and i think then you really don't see it coming i think there's there's more room more scope to not see that coming because you kind of don't see anything because you're both working from separate totally separate realms Mm. and shedding just the slightest bit for each of you to pick up when you're in the seeing each other stage nothing literally everything is left unsaid everything you have no idea what the other person's thinking yeah you have no idea what the person's thinking in the relationship let alone in the breakup yeah oh my god it's so fucking true the whole thing is such a blur so that's why i originally thought yeah they're gonna think that's more painful because i reckon there's a lot of it that is painful more painful Mm. i also feel with the ending of a situation ship so i had an ending of a situation ship i would say quite a while ago now but it hit me really quite hard I mean, it hit me quite hard. I remember where I was when I heard the news. Oh, I remember being where I was. I was about to watch The Handmaid's Tale and I got, as many people will know, to be the long text, the the long, long text that you get and your heart just sinks and it's horrific. And I was about to watch The Handmaid's Tale and I never fucking finished The Handmaid's Tale because now it makes me feel a bit sick. I remember lying in my friend's bed and I never am a hugger. I never really let anyone touch me. And I had both my friends sort of hugging me and I was sob, sob, sobbing away. Um, and then you came back and I was like, I'm, we were supposed to be going to a party that night. And I was like, I'm not going. I'm not going. I was going. literally like, so like running with all my might up the road on my way home. Like, oh my God, I need to get back. Like phone, honestly, phone call. Like it was like you'd gone into labour or something. <laughs> it was like, right, it was get in there. Get hands. in there and shut it down. <laughs> all hands on deck yeah it's kind of like we knew that would be bad but boy was it bad like also i don't think i as we know from all of the things i've said in this podcast i've always been i don't want a relationship this was the one that i've spoken about before that changed my mind about me maybe wanting a relationship yeah and oh my god it hit me so hard when it ended and i think it was hugely because of the lack of communication and clarity that is just inherent in a situationship because you just don't you just don't discuss things in that way there's no openness that there would have to be in a relationship you've made no commitment in that way there is just a huge confusion from beginning to end yeah it's it's such a weird thing when that ends because you're just like 
uh, it honestly made me feel so sick and I was so upset. Well, it's all up for interpretation and obviously you interpret the worst mm-hmm. because as we said earlier, which you guys didn't hear, you will always seek out the evidence that you're looking for. You'll find the evidence for whatever you choose to believe. Exactly. And if you choose to believe they never liked you and um, I don't know, they were using you, not what I thought, but if you come up with some narrative... You're going to find the evidence. You're going to ba- go through the backlog of info that you have, file it through and think, oh, well, that one thing he said there, that's because of that. Like, yeah. you're going to find it. Totally. I really am thinking in life, not just in, about this topic, but just about everything. The more and more, I think coronavirus, sorry to trigger anybody. <laughs> ever heard of coronavirus? <laughs> so what's um, that? I think this is made me confront this because I've always known this but it's making me confront it I think a bit more directly is that I'm really thinking and feeling at the moment as though so much of life is really not about you which I know sounds silly so fucking true yeah really you are just a number and I am just a number and everything is just a number and you're kind of an amalgamation of the statistics that make you who you are Mm -hmm. and none of it really is about who you are because you could be anything really in your mind yeah but externally you function as kind of the postcode of where you were born yeah and your bank balance and your skin color and your gender and beyond that yeah. there's not really much scope for anything else to yeah completely to play in do you get what I'm, I'm really thinking at the moment like god people really see themselves as the protagonist of their universe baby no honey no <laughs> like you read it wrong Honestly, Honestly, you read read it it wrong. wrong. God never met you. God doesn't know you. And moreover, God doesn't exist. Like, (laughs) this whole thing. God, we're starting from different pages if (laughs) if we're going there. Like, I just think, I think people think that everything is so personal and it's such a direct, everything's either a direct attack or like a direct consequence of their achievements. Like, everything is about you. No, nothing is about you. Yeah. This was already decided probably way beyond the scope of your existence yeah i completely fucking agree i had kind of an epiphany the other night where i realized that every single major life event that's happened in my life good or bad or not even good or bad pleasant or unpleasant i'll say Mm. um was completely not a result of any conscious effort of myself yeah every major thing that's happened to me so I don't even know, big life events. Major Arcana. Yeah, they've all been Major Arcana cards, if you understand tarot at all. (laughs) They've all just been, I have not made any effort towards them. So meeting my best friends, getting into this specific uni that I didn't even know I wanted, like all of big life events, I have had no say ever in those. They've never been, and all the things I've worried about and sort of stressed over and tried to kind of orchestrate myself... Yeah. They're not big. They're nothing to me now. I just really think people massively overestimate the power that they have of their own lives. Like, you are not the puppeteer, I'm sorry to say. like You have zero control. Yeah, very much when it comes to how you're perceived. And the narrative that you've sold yourself is bollocks. Exactly. I yeah. think... 
I think there are lots of things that you do have control over as an individual, but I largely think that this world functions with just a load of numbers, a load of digits, and they all just play out however they were they completely set agree. up to. I think the minute you were born, as my nan says, no child asked to be born. Classic quote. You didn't ask to be born. I mean, if you did, let me know how you did that, because <laughs> I'm, I'm shook. Like, you didn't ask to be born, and yet here you are kind of going about your life, like, what are the chances that you're kind of mirroring what your friends are doing? What are the chances that mm-hmm. you kind of found common interest with that person who has a similar upbringing to you? Mm-hmm. What are the chances that your life is following this pretty cohesive narrative that, to be honest, you could have written at nine months old. Yeah. You could have understood and and projected that. You could have... Yeah. You, it could have been a premonition and here it is playing out. Totally. Completely. In the same way. I know this is not about breakups, but I've been really thinking about it a lot. It's so true that I completely agree. I've kind of been thinking the same thoughts in my own head but we haven't discussed that that's cute yeah nice How funny, our joint life yeah but that is so it's so true it's literally you have zero control anyway so the narrative that you've imposed on yourself is even things like i'm a creative person you were just told that you liked art when you were three and that's just stuck with you if you just cancel that out now and think what do you really enjoy doing it might be creative things, but it might be something completely different. The narratives are so oppressive that we mm. have kept on ourselves. I watched a YouTube video the other day, as I do, watch many YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and it was actually about this girl, and she was saying, I am just not a creative person. I'm just so not a creative person. And I just thought, what fucking narrative are you fulfilling here? You know what I find even worse than that? And I recently thought, God, I hate that. Are you a morning person or a night person? Insane. What, so now you're never going to work in the morning because you've convinced yourself that you're not a morning person. So you're never going to try that again. Insanity. It's absolutely insanity. It's pathetic. Look what you've done to yourself. Yeah. You've cut out like the whole first half of your day. Oh, I'm just such a night out. What, so you're never going to have a healthy sleeping pattern ever again? It's insane. It's absolutely Stop insane. making these crazy decisions about yourself. Big, big old labels weighing down on you. Why don't you just live a little and then see... Why don't you just give it five minutes and then see what happens, yeah? Literally. Oh, it's so true. No rush. I also was speaking to my friend the other day and she was like, I just got to focus on my career at the moment. I just want to focus on my career at the moment. For the next, I don't know, my 20s, I just want it all just about my career. It's like, oh, shut up. Just shut your fucking mouth. You don't need to do that. Are we just arse <laughs> this whole thing is like coronavirus just made me think i'm a cunt (laughs) (laughs) so fucking true though because it's like you don't need to impose a narrative on an entire decade of your life about this is about my career then my 30s are going to be about finding true love shut the fuck up just live your life you're 22 years old fucking hell it's all gonna play out without your knowledge anyway time is ticking time is passing and things are happening Things are just happening and they're not within your control. You fucking idiot. You know what made me think it? And it was coronavirus. Sorry. It's like word vomit. I can't stop saying it. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. (laughs) COVID-19. Yeah. Um, Was that I was thinking, of course, people are acting the way they're acting in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Because that's just their role in society. Like, of course, I, listen, I hate to say it. Of course, Mr. Cummings is doing what he's, he's doing because the world told him that that's okay. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the UK politics, a conservative, uh, you don't, to be honest, you actually don't even need to know. <laughs> <laughs> just fuck the Tories. But let's just say the rich will function as the rich and the poor will function as the poor and everything in between will be harmony and chaotic and you will have no control. And that is just that. But I also think 
That should not stop people from fucking tearing down the rich from their fucking disgusting houses. Absolutely. Rip them down, kill them, eat them alive. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. In that order makes no sense. But I honestly fucking... The fact that life is playing out in this very predictable way for each of us individually and on like a global level shouldn't stop us from having to find some kind of autonomy in the situation because I do think the narratives Mm. I think what's important is I'm not saying um you have no autonomy so just give up with your life like you may as well die yeah I'm saying understand the things that you have no control over and almost be so just click your fingers and just be so self-aware that you can (laughs) see the situation that you've been placed into and then you can pick and choose what you want to change what you want to have in your life totally don't convince yourself that you're doing what you're doing because you wanted it if you don't don't convince yourself that you have characteristics that you perceive to be negative because because you're just a shit person no it's not about you it's not about you totally you were brought here against your will and now you're dealing with the consequences what have you been here like 20 years you're still getting used to this fucking weird world like you're just looking around thinking what the fuck is going on here literally what is going on right now what is going on right now but i also think that's so fucking true because i always think this we've had many conversations about this relating to like um how people function in the world i.e like pretty privilege and things like that we've had many conversations about this as in you can decide to be pretty i know that sounds mm. fucking insane but i've <laughs> everyone's turning off everyone is like what everyone's joking off unsubscribe like she just lost her mind on tape <laughs> but you literally can it's such a weird thing i honestly can picture days where oh my god i actually need to phrase this right I've seen people that are not objectively pretty function in the world as pretty people. And I've seen people that are objectively pretty function in the world as ugly people. It's so insane. Your narrative has so much control. Yeah, you can see people who are conventionally unattractive posing in the world and benefiting from a privilege that doesn't naturally... Apply to ...isn't naturally disposed to them. it's insane. It's an insane thing to witness because... So I know someone that very much functions in the world as a very popular, pretty person who kind of gets all the privileges of like a conventionally attractive person and I remember saying oh my god they're just so pretty of course because they're so pretty and someone was like to me I don't think they're pretty and it was such a strange moment where I thought oh my god you've literally I know attractiveness is objective but it's also not to a certain level it's not society has imposed ideals well you can either be conventionally attractive or not that is just plain there are completely patriarchal, horrific ideals imposed on women. And looking at someone and thinking they apply to those rules and realising they don't. They just occupy the world as if they do have those things. It's such a strange thing when you realise mm. the narratives you've told about yourself. If that person had told themselves, I don't have these features that allow me to access this privilege, they wouldn't be accessing the privilege. Mm-hmm. It's mad. That's the thing. We say this all the time. Often, so often, the narrative and the perceived narrative surrounding a situation are often so much more significant and hold so much more weight than the reality. Mm -hmm. And they're often very different. You can trick people. You can scam. You can scam the world. You can manipulate the whole world. It's so fucking true. Because the whole world has manipulated you into thinking that you're nothing and you're just an insignificant nothingness. It's honestly one of the biggest lessons of life that I realised is you genuinely, if you pretend to be anything, people fucking start to believe it. Well, you can tell the world who you are. This is not about breakups. I know. Should we start on breakups? Should we reel it in? Yeah. <laughs> We're 25 girls. minutes in. <laughs> well, that those are just some life lessons. <laughs> 
So I just want to read a few of the questions. One that was really good that we both are quite hooked by is one that said, I was ghosted by a guy who said he was in love with me. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. I like this one because, well, I don't like it. I hate that for you. But I just wanted to discuss how often men say honestly everything but the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they will do whatever they need to do to keep you wherever they want you to be. Yeah. Fully. I'm in love with you. In love with you. We just met. Yeah. The thing that struggles me, that I... It's like, and you believed them. And you believed them. Yeah. Where's my pity? Well, because we're we're brought up to be wanted so bad. Yeah. That you just want to be approved. If you're not coming from such a perspective of lack, of you're you're desperate for that love, you're not going to accept it in such um, scrappy places. Maybe I'm just jaded, but someone says to me, I'm in love with you. I'm going, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. Or beyond that, I'm saying, show me. Because I don't see no love. I see like a weird little guy with scrappy little nails, scrappy little dappy do. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is the thing. Do you know what I mean? I'm saying if I can't see the love happening, there's no point telling me. Well, I don't believe you. Well, also... It's do you understand the word? Because there's the love languages, which you can, we can easily get into, of the show me how you express your love. And also the idea, there's that book all about love, which that says in it that love is a verb. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, love is a doing word. It's an active word. It's not about, um, it's not this feeling, this abstract feeling. It's you have to be showing that to be experiencing that. It's not a feeling internally for you just on your own that you can have. You have to be showing it. I think it is as well, but... It's complex, but I think you cannot be saying to someone, I love you, without that being manifesting itself in the actual physical world in some way and expect any response. So he's saying he's in love with you, but he's showing you that he won't text you for a couple of days and just disappear. And when you see him, he'll make you feel worse about yourself. So where is the love? 
Mm-hmm. How? Where is he in love with you? Yeah. Please show me. Where is the love? People loving, people dying, dying. people hurt, children can't hear hurting. Them crying. Can't hear them crying. No, no, you can hear them crying. Children hurting, hear them crying. Oh, can you I practice think. what you preach, or did you turn, turn the, the other, other cheek? cheek? Father. 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 <laughs> We're gonna get copyrighted. <laughs> Stunning. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting one. And I think, I do you think men say I love you more than women? Oh, I would love to know. Oh, I would love to know. I would love to know. Genius. How can that poll ever exist? Yeah, exactly. I don't have enough men to ask. I reckon boys say I love you more. Yeah. The, as people say, like, the love bomb. I reckon that's like such a manipulative tool that men know they can use. A lot of men. Obviously, hashtag not all men. Which we've been getting a few messages saying not but all men. But also like, yes, but all not men. all men, obviously, goes without saying. Um, but I do think um, systemically in the large picture of the world, um, saying, I love you. Men have watched enough rom-coms, have seen enough of patriarchal society to know that women will do whatever for you if they say that to you. Also, just going back and talking about the larger picture, of course it's not all men, but yes, it is all men, because think of how men function in the world. As in, you're not just a man, you're a number. Mm -hmm. And part of being a man is part of your statistics that make you who you are. So yes, all men, that's what I'm talking about. This is not your individual actions of whether, well, I've (laughs) never done that. Well, my friends don't do that. I don't fucking care. I'm not talking to you. Literally, it, how dare you come to this page and say that? Honestly, how the fucking audacity to come to a page of women discussing their own individual experiences and come in with not all men. Do you understand the patriarchy? Because yes, all men are allowed to function in a way that women could never, could never idiot go get a history book go to a history class go to a gcse history class. that's the thing they don't have the they can't comprehend they don't have the range to comprehend oh i'm getting out my coconut oil i need to put some <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna stop you there we've got a mid-roll advert lovely very exciting and very excited to announce that the sponsor for this episode is vegums you guys may not know but i know that Safi for a fact knows my personal struggle to find vegan vitamins and it really has. There's definitely been some gelatin and some pork and some God knows what consumed in the process. So I'm so happy to have Vegums to hand every day. They're absolutely amazing. And they're actually, they're so yummy. Like I would eat them as sweets. Honestly, I wouldn't recommend that, but they are delicious. They're completely vegan and they come in obviously gorgeous, sustainable, eco-friendly packaging. They have a new Omega-3 line, which is obviously fish free, which is amazing. So amazing. They're just an easy way for you to find all of the essential vitamins that you may be lacking, whether you're vegan or not. All in one little cute bear. Did I mention they're in the shape of a cute little bear? They're so cute, and that's what would have sold me on them anyway. And they're good for you. My hair's thriving, my skin's thriving, my nails are thriving. I'm thriving in life, really. Your world will change. So, if you're interested, which I would highly, highly recommend that you are, you can get 20% off of your first subscription, which includes the Omega 3 gummies, with the code Priestess Podcast. Thank us later. And thank you so much, Vegums. We absolutely love you. I just find it incredibly juvenile to throw around, I love you. Same. So manipulative as well. It's very year nine, isn't it? And also, I think I'm particularly reserved with that word because Mm. it just holds such a significant weight. Have you ever just seen a relationship that they clearly don't love each other? Clearly. It's very, very obvious. Like, you know they've cheated on each other. That's clearly very 
like little to no love in this situation. They're all made in Chelsea together. Honestly, and it's love you every minute. Love you. Oh my god, love you. Don't. What are you doing? If this is anything, it's literally manipulation. There's nothing more here than just a manipulation. It's a show. Yeah, completely. Is there anything more distasteful than than like performative love? It's so grotesque. Uh, honestly, distasteful. It's gross. Distasteful. It's like tasting. We're bad. too classy yeah. to even entertain. <laughs> just tasteful, darling. But it truly is like disgust. Ugh, grim. So yeah, if a man is telling you I love you, just think about why. Why is he telling you that? Maybe it's because he loves you. Fine, don't worry about me then. Don't worry about me asking you that. But if, if you're wondering why did he say I love you, just pose the question and see what you come up with. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting to think why do they love me or why do they want me to say I love you because that's, it's kind of that whole thing of like did you come? It's like why do you want me to come for your ego or for me? Like do you want to love me for your ego or do you want to love me? because you do like what is that rooted in it's an interesting question to unpack for you in your individual lives yeah because you're literally just there to serve you're literally just there to benefit them Mm. well i think that's important in what ways are you benefiting from the relationships that you're a part of both romantic and you know in your friendships too Mm. and just in your sexual relationships just in life who's benefiting more from your company if it's not you if it's not you. I think chances are it's not you. Yeah, I think as a woman, it's probably not you. Well, if they've all said, yeah, I would rather, I'd rather be the dumpy, I'd rather get dumped. So in what situation are you actually having a good time here? It's so true. Like, are you ever... You don't need to be a martyr. You don't need to live like that. No one asked that of you. No. No one asked of that of you. What are you doing? <laughs> Should we do another one? Yeah. Should we talk about the sort of... There are a lot of things about birthdays cropping up. Yes, I found this funny. Birthdays have been a recurring theme. Everyone's getting dumped on their birthday. Everyone's getting dumped on their birthdays or inviting their boy- their ex-boyfriend to their birthday. That's bizarre. It did make me think you're getting dumped on your birthday maybe because everyone's just like a little bit arrogant on their birthday and they're just like, fuck it, I can't be with you any longer. Like, I'm out of here. I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> Genuinely, I need to not be near you on your birthday. You're like, it's my big day. There's a level of cuntiness that accompanies somebody on their birthday that's just like, you know what, this is the final <laughs> straw. <laughs> and that's everyone's situation. It's funny, though, that was such a recurring theme. It kind of ties into the whole thing of, like, can you be friends with your ex, blah, 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 blah. I think, which, how many people said they could re- they could be friends with their ex on our part? Hundreds. Maybe the question is too vague, could you be friends with your ex, but... Yeah, I would love to know, in your experience... What does being friends with your ex look like? Yeah, totally. Because I think the level of self-awareness and kind of lack of ego and pride and the ability to la- to get rid of that narrative that you've built that needs to be there if you're going to be friends, in quote marks, with your ex is not in most people. Most people cannot, do not have the ability to shut off that part of themselves and have the open discussion. The level of communication that's in most relationships that I've seen, it's not fucking good enough if you're going to be friends with zero pain Yeah, with your ex. No, I absolutely think that is a very interesting facet of everyone saying that. Yeah, I think it's just a prime example as well of the narrative being holding more weight than the reality, as in you've been told... Mm-hmm. Be friends with your ex, be friends with your ex. If you're mature enough, you can be friends with your ex. If there are no feelings involved, you can be friends with your ex. And it's kind of being the cool girl. Exactly. Why don't you just actually think about what you want and what is right for you and that other person? Because 
in what world does your specific scenario with two individuals match up and align to what the society is prescribing to you? It's a very rare and niche circumstance where that can play out healthily. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Because also it's like, can you be friends with your ex, but are you sometimes having sex when you're drunk? Are you friends with your ex or you're, you're going to be upset if they get married to somebody else? Like, are you friends with your ex? Like, you do know what a friend means. What is everyone's issue with just having, just being an acquaintance? You don't need to be up in everyone's business. You don't need to have all these friends, particularly when you've been sleeping with them for like two years. It's none of your business. And it's absolutely fine. Yeah. It's fine to just have people in the peripheries of your life and you can smile at them and say, hey, if you see them. Genuinely. You don't need to be in each other's fucking DMs. I think a lot of people are friends with their ex in a way they wouldn't want to admit. And it's difficult to admit, so I fully get that. But I think a lot of people being friends with their ex is rooted in wanting to appear chill and cool and laid back and Mm. just know that he is benefiting from that situation more than you are on the grand scheme of life of patriarchal life he is benefiting from that way more than you definitely and also because you can keep tabs on them Mm -hmm. and it keeps you stuck in this passive cycle of watching his life go by and meeting him once every six months to have a chat about something it's like what is the why are you doing that let's have a catch-up let's go for Mm. a coffee and have a catch-up Ugh, you hate him. You hate him. Yeah, always on his terms. Yeah, you're going where he wants to go, when he wants to go. And he's also going to tell you how amazing the new girl that he's sleeping with is. So what part of that are you benefiting from? I've seen so much unnecessary pain inflicted in the for the plight of being friends with your ex. It's not worth it. Why? You've got loads of other friends. It's almost, yeah, if the relationship doesn't work out, if you didn't secure that, well, you can secure the friendship afterwards, still a win. No! The ultimate loss. Stop performing. It seems so painful, and I will always just be so pro-block. I think I'm pro-block because the majority of people probably need to block to get over. And then once you're over it, if you want to be friends, that's absolutely fine. Totally. But in I think in most cases, you can't. In the immediate stages... In the immediate stages of a breakup, of course, you can't go and sit in fucking um, Pizza Express with them. <laughs> Literally. Don't, be a, Don't Literally. be a fucking idiot. You think you can eat dough balls with this idiot? No. no. Well, also, it's like you got into, you met this person under the pretense that you would be romantic with this person. So why would you continue a dynamic that was never there to begin with? Mm. You don't function as friends. Completely. Remove the sexual desire from the situation. Remove all sexual energy from the from the situation. What, now you're just two people that know each other in a completely different context. You came to know each other and settled into the flow of a romantic relationship. That didn't necessarily work. So what makes you think that you can then settle into the completely foreign flow of just being friends? That's not where you found yourself in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So why would that be the case now that... If you were born to be friends with that person, you got along, you probably would be friends already. Completely that. Completely that. Oh my God, it's completely fucking that. Yeah. Why on earth? Why on earth? For the show. And because you've been told that that's what you should, what's expected of you. To be like a complicit young woman who can just accept that, you know, he was going through a time. All of you are saying, oh my God, he had mental health problems and blah, 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 blah. Every single one. Isn't everyone saying that? That's the justification every time. Uh, let's get into it because it's so complex. I just, I'm sorry I wasn't around. I was just been busy. I've just had some things going on. Like, I'm sorry I wasn't there, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he makes me ill. The theme of 
Uh, the theme of my life is he makes me ill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mantra. Like we did get some. All of them were fucking amazing. Like I absolutely love reading them, and we're all going through the same things. The theme of them very much was making women making excuses for mediocre men. That was pretty much what was going on. Was women scraping yeah. up the fucking scraps, cleaning up his life, and then making an excuse. Oh yeah, but he's going through quite a lot. His sister just got was ill. He just didn't get into uni. To be honest, that's none of your business. Genuinely. It's none of your business. If you haven't set up the foundations in a relationship to have a secure and like healthy open floor for all of your insecurities and all of your troubles and all of the weights that and the baggage that you are both bringing as equals, mm-hmm. and you're not going to manipulate those narratives mm-hmm. to get what you want from the other person... Oh my god, you make me sick. <laughs> Genuinely. It makes me sick because he's literally just purely manipulating you to benefit from you in some way. Yeah. He wants a mother. Yeah. He literally he wants, wants a mother, mother that he can, that have, he can sex have sex with. with. Yeah. Completely that. It's so depressing to see that everyone's situation is the same. Yeah, everyone thinks they have a unique um yeah. sort of angles like, yeah but he was depressed it's like yeah but fucking everyone is depressed one in three people is depressed okay everyone Who here isn't? has depression let's just face it we're all fucking bummed okay because almost how could you be a human and not be look around you if you're not your eyes aren't open yeah as you said earlier i don't know if this made it into the car or if this was in the rewrite sorry to keep bringing it up don't even go there so guts <laughs> but if you're listening to this on an iphone you're aware of the pain that you're inflicting on others by having an iPhone and participating in capitalism. This so didn't go in. In some way, if you're participating in the Western world, if you're participating in capitalism, if you're participating in the patriarchy, to be honest, I'd be shocked if you weren't, you are hurting others. If you're a white person in this world, you're hurting others. Me being here, I'm benefiting yeah. by the oppression of black people for hundreds of years mm-hmm. and still now today. Just me being here... Is oppressive. Is oppressive to someone else. Ugh, guys... You're not ready. <laughs> well, we, this is what we were saying before. With the thing of people saying that they would rather be dumped. They would rather be dumped than the dumpy. And I was doing a whole rant about... Than the dumper. Rather than the dumper. Um, you would rather inflict... You would rather have pain inflicted on you than inflict pain on someone else. And we were saying that if you exist in this world, as we all do, we're all in this universe, this reality, unless this has made it into the parallel universe somehow where time flows backwards, <laughs> can't we? Um, <laughs> then you live in a world where your existence inflicts pain on other people. You're listening on an iPhone, which was created by a child who gets paid one P a day. Sorry, but your very existence is painful to people. I also find it really interesting that the social desirability stretches far enough that it reaches a poll on an Instagram page called High Priestess and people still, even then, are feeling like they need to push an image of, like, some virtuous, selfless, altruistic human being. But I don't think they need... I don't think it's conscious. I don't think people think they need to push it. I No, that's why. They genuinely have had to tell themselves that they are good to to yeah. survive. But just, just everyone, it's fine if you're not good. No one here is good. Well, what is good? How are you good? You're good what on your idea? This is why I changed it earlier when I didn't say good or bad. I said pleasant or unpleasant. Because it's like, actually... Yeah. It's like, oh, the experiences were good under Persephone's idea of good. Yeah. Good and bad really is nothing from me versus you. Like, So don't worry on our polls if you think, oh, yeah, actually, I'd rather inflict pain than be hurt. Because you would. 
you would. You can go and switch places with someone that's having a fucking terrible time and we don't do it. Of course we don't. We choose to make, we struggle and struggle and struggle and strive to make our lives as pain-free as possible. Why on earth would you switch places when you could be the person that's inflicting pain to have pain inflicted on you? You wouldn't switch. You wouldn't. Because you don't. Every single day you prove that you wouldn't. Yeah. So don't bother on the poll, guys. Just say the truth. Just say the (laughs) truth. So there's so many to choose from. I'm actually like struggling to choose one. Like I'm overwhelmed with how many hilarious responses there are. There are loads of funny ones. One that has just caught my eye just now said he dumped me because he needed to, in quotes, find himself and then dates a girl from my year a week later, which is... Oh my God. I mean, it's painful and it's unsurprising. Honestly, I hate men. Don't make me say it. <laughs> Don't, because you're going to get a not all, not all men would um, date you to find, break you up with you to find yourself and then date a girl in your year. Like, no, not every fucking man would do that. What are you fucking idiots? <laughs> I'm not talking to you. It's like, this isn't about you. This is about You know men. what one I found funny? Oh my God. I screenshotted it. Because I just thought, you're actually telling us a joke. Like, you've actually told us a joke. <laughs> Knock, knock. Well, someone... This wasn't the one that I was going to say, but someone said, we were two days before a holiday my parents paid for. Ugh, can I come? Like, take me instead. Also, I would love to know, did you go? Oh, I would, I would love, love to know, love did to know. you go? Surely not with him. He wouldn't go. I've seen it happen. Uh, I've yeah. seen crazier things. Oh, fuck, where is it? Okay, sorry. Oh, I thought this one was crazy. Again, not the one I was looking for, but still crazy. Mm. I found out I was dumped when he turned up to the party with his new girlfriend. <gasps> you're telling me jokes. <laughs> you're actually doing stand-up. You literally oh think you're James Acaster. What is going on? What the hell? Imagine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Someone said this, again, wasn't the one, but someone said, travelled eight hours Manchester to Cornwall to see him and he dumped me at the train station. (gasps) Oh, my God. That, the audacity, the absolute fucking audacity. Oh, my God. How dare you? How dare you? I'm absolutely shook. Oh, my God. How dare you? I've been sitting on a fucking stinking train. You know what that is then? Enjoy your stay in Cornwall. (laughs) Genuinely. And now Cornwall is suddenly the Bahamas. You need to have the time of your life on your own. Suddenly you're going down to get fudge. Like, you're literally like Cornish pasta. (laughs) sounds fucking good. Honestly, it had. That's the only way. That is the only way out. You're building sandcastles. Oh, you have to. You absolutely have to. (laughs) Also, sorry, again, not the one I was looking for. A lot of people saying that their significant other got someone else pregnant and that was how they found out that they were dumped. Fuck off. Fuck (laughs) off. Honestly. Sorry. Well, I guess I'm mummy then, huh? (laughs) (laughs) The average age of our audience is quite young. I mean, what is going on? Okay, found it. I actually can't wait. (laughs) I tried leaving an emotionally abusive relationship and he tried forcing cat shit into my mouth. (laughs) that one no i didn't see that oh my god so i don't really understand to be honest i don't really have anything to say like i mean it was emotionally abusive like i hope i mean i'm laughing but also he tried forcing cat also, shit that's not emotionally abusive mouth. that's He's abusive physically putting shit into your mouth from a cat, cat shit i hope they have a cat imagine he's he, gone no, he around comes, the, yeah no he comes to all the situations 
carrying cat shit just in case. He's premeditating to put the cat shit in her face. He's gone around to the neighbours, got the cat shit. Also, I tried leaving an emotionally abusive relationship. Well, I hope you're out of it That's now. mental. If you guys are, oh, if guys. You guys are trying to ease the pain in any way for people that try and put cat shit in your gob, I cannot. You're, you're lost. You're lost to me. Honestly, I can't. I can't with you guys. That's mental. What the hell? I just really can't tell you enough how much all of the situations are so similar. They're the same. There's little details like the cat, cat shit one, shit. I guess, is kind of a, an anomaly. I'll give you that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fine. That was pretty unique. Fine. But all of the others are very. Like, you're all echoing the same experiences. Yeah. Should we do the one. Should we do the other question box, the how people get over things? Yeah. Feel, let's see if there were any good suggestions. I need some positivity of like how people. Like, how did you get away from the cat shit, boy? Well, it's not all positivity. Someone said someone said downloading Tinder. It's a, it's a tried and tested method. Love it. No, I hate that. Do you? Well, I think it's really problematic. I think it's probably going to pose a lot of problems for the majority of people. I think if you've come to a place where your tried and tested route of getting over somebody is finding someone new to have sex with, that you're, you're signalling an issue to me there. Probably. The problem is you don't know... You don't know what you want at that point. But I also think that is a very um, almost masculine, systemically, um, societally masculine attitude of, oh, just replace them then. That is a yeah. very common situation for men when they get out of a breakup to just go on Tinder and just date around. So I actually, even though it's not healthy, it's by no means a healthy thing to do. I'm not anti-women doing that. It's very um, sort of dismissive of what you of what your relationship was and all of that. And I, mm. I'm not anti, even though... It goes with saying, you have to know yourself before you do anything like that. Yeah. There's a facet of it which I really love, which is that they are replaceable. And now you see that. Mm. So you know that now you can replace people in your life. People in your life are disposable. You are the thing that stays the same. And you. But then yeah. again, that points me to you are the thing that sh- you should be taking care of. So why when someone leaves you, do you constantly look for a replacement? Yeah. Even though you know they're replaceable, why do you need to replace them? Do you know what I mean? totally i completely completely agree so people saying either getting with someone new or just focusing on themselves oh my god i love this one remembering who the fuck i am and red wine and painting oh my god i'm obsessed like kind of can i move in with you that sounds really stunning that sound quite dreamy kind of my dream night in remember who i am stunning drink some red wine stunning and paint stunning that's so great I think it's important, people are saying, allowing myself to feel for a bit and then occupying my time. Like, yeah, working on so myself. Great. Someone said reading validating. Yes! Ugh, cutie pies. I just remembered, but I didn't check my turnip prices this morning. Oh, no. And now there's going to be new ones later. Can we so, have an Ikamarana update? Um, It's going really well. Mm-hmm. I this is Erin's Animal Crossing Island. Oh yeah, if you're new here, (laughs) I mean, even if you're not new and you're just a normal person and you just don't know what I'm talking about, Animal Crossing, I'm obsessed. You should be obsessed too. Like, I would highly recommend. I still haven't Um, done it yet. Yeah, to be honest, I'm annoyed, but whatever. (laughs) Your gift is honestly waiting and taking up storage in my home. So I really want it more than anything. Please, guys, can you tell her to get it? Thing is, I can't spend three two hundred pounds on a gift. Of course, you can. To access the gift you bought me, I have to spend two (laughs) hundred pounds of my money to buy a machine and a game, and then go get a gift. I've got you something really good. I know. If you don't, guys, don't know this story. 
I was in my Nooks Cranny store one day and I saw the most perfect thing and I bought Love it. it for me and I also bought it for Sefi. Even though she doesn't have it yet. God, what a good friend. I literally <laughs> saw something and thought, Sefi would love this. It's not even fucking real. And I bought it. <laughs> I spent I my so hard-earned bells on that. You were shaking and trees all day to get that. Honestly, and now mm. she doesn't want to get it, so I can't give it to her. So I please, please, get please it. convince her to get Animal Crossing. Does someone... Thing is, I am convinced. You, you're not, though, because it hasn't happened. It's going to happen. I it's need to happen. get... Oh, to be honest, I need to get you drunk. I need to... <laughs> I need to take advantage of you. <laughs> um, I think our overarching message is that it's really important for you all to know that you really do deserve better than the scrappy daffy do's that you're settling with yeah i think we need to do another episode on red flags because i think people aren't seeing them early enough yeah something's not quite clicking with you guys something's, something's not quite sinking in we've said many times so some people were writing in oh they said they loved me and then they ghosted me the, the, the love you was the red flag that's not you know one thing i'll just quickly say we did get a lot of messages saying after we broke up he kept doing this he kept doing this blah 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 why does he still have access to you this is the yeah and i think whether you've broken up or not whatever the situation is if someone is not made if someone is making your life harder why are you giving them access yeah oh i had to answer because blah 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 it's like no 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 this person it's so hard is not your responsibility i understand Mm. it's so hard to switch it off but this is when you need a strong network of people around you and a strong opinion of yourself them ringing you at two in the morning whilst they're drunk and they've been out you cannot answer that fucking phone what are you doing? No. The only exception I'll give you is if your safety is being compromised. Completely. Yeah. And we're not talking about that. We're just talking about. I'm always, always prioritize yourself. If you, if yeah, if your safety is being harmed, of course you're prioritizing yourself. In this relationship, you cannot. If your relationship is ended. He cannot have access. No. No. Just anyone in your life. Simple. Anything in your life not good for you. Just suck it off. Just get this rid. This is so simple. It's crazy. No. I think if you take anything away, if you're still listening, if you take anything away from this podcast, please let it be that you don't have to make your life miserable to make other people feel better about being in your company. People should be blessed to be in your company. They should be so lucky. That's the takeaway. And that's the take. That is the lesson. That is the takeaway. Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. Oh my God, stunning. A Moana reference. Yeah. Well, funny, yeah, just to pull back, I was going to name my island. We went through this. Remember, I was going to call it Motunui, which is the Moana island. I love it. It all links back. This is what we do. We're clever. We'd, we'd had that yeah, thread going throughout. That <laughs> we was were planned. foreshadowing. That was the planned ending. It all linking back. <laughs> love it. Perfect. Stunning. Okay. Well, thanks, guys, so much. Thank you so Genuinely, much Genuinely, thank you. Wishing you all well. I hope your life is good. <laughs> hope you're absolutely thriving. Not good. I hope your life is pleasant. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Okay, thanks guys. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Imagine we had to re-record. Sorry again. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.